What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Spectators. I'm Julian Osius, and I am here with Brooklyn. What's going on, buddy? Man, I'm excited. I'm excited. We got a a big week. We got a big week. Had a pretty cool weekend of football. A lot of spicy stuff going on in the NBA. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. Uh, Before we get started, I do want to tell everybody and just remind everybody we are on YouTube Go check us out on there. If you haven't already, give us a subscribe. Check us out on socials if you don't already, at underscore the spectators. And check out the website, thespectatorsports.com. Another quick little disclaimer. Things are getting a little wild again. Just when you go out, make sure you're safe. Wear a mask. Be safe. Be cognizant of you, your loved ones, and everybody around you. And just try and stay as safe as possible, all right? Let's get into the sports. We had a big weekend of a whole lot of stuff, including NFL. We had the Masters, college football. We're finding out about the NCAA basketball tournament getting moved. We got the draft coming up this week. It's a whole lot. It's a whole lot. And today starts the ability to trade in the NBA. So be on the lookout for just random trades happening throughout this episode. We're going to be dropping Woj bombs for you. Yeah, honestly. like We we might get a notification. giving us a drop and we're giving it to you. So, yeah, exactly. so be ready. But uh, before we get into all that, we'll go over some of the NFL stuff from this weekend. As we like to do, we like to start off with the NFL, get a little weekend roundup in us. And uh, where do we want to start with this? It was, uh, it was a very I, There's only one week. place we can start. There's only one place we can start. Glendale, Arizona. Uh-oh. DeAndre Hopkins, baby. Going up top. Bang. It's actually, this is, this was one of the more wild plays I've ever seen. We've seen Hail Marys, and we've seen Aaron Rodgers do it a bunch, and we've seen Hail Marys, but this is like the first Hail Mary I've ever seen that was just the sheer, just like will and will of God, just in one man, that he is going to catch this ball. Over three people, bro. And um, I know Alejandro tweeted about it, but this was literally like, a perfect like Jordan moment, like a really, really mm-hmm. good like advertising moment because in that picture you see the Jordan logo with the ball in his hands and then the Nike and Adidas are around it, not catching it. I mean, what else can you say? You when you're when you're the Houston Texans, I don't wanna bash them too much, but we kinda have to like we've been doing with the Red Sox all year, where they traded yeah. Mookie Betts. Uh, Houston trades DeAndre Hopkins, who is arguably the best wide receiver in the league, and I think he has been over the last half decade. Oh, absolutely. And he has just been absolutely phenomenal. They trade him over to Arizona. I knew Arizona was looking to do big things once they got him. Kyler coming into his second year. And, I mean, that play right there just epitomizes why you trade for this guy. And shout out to Kyler, man. Almost 50 yards through the air right there on that play to put it on the dot for DeAndre. And you you hear him uh, in the postgame. He's like, D-hop down there somewhere. He got to be there. <laughs> I'm going to just throw it up. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and throw man. it up and catch it, he will. And as um as they said during the actual uh, the game when it happened, he said some Murray magic and uh, you know, that's exactly what it was. It was it was it was electric. That was as good of an ending to a football game as you can get, really. Outside of like 
the Minnesota Miracle, like that's as good <laughs> as it's getting right there. And, and this turned out to be a really good game. And we went into this game expecting it to be good because the Bills, you, you've seen what they've been doing all the year. Same thing with Arizona. Mm-hmm. It, it looked like a stinker for a little bit. Bills go up 23-9. to But then three unanswered scores from um, Arizona puts that 26-23. They take the lead. Stephon Diggs ends up uh, again a 21-yard touchdown pass. They take the lead uh, late in the game. And then Kyler to DeAndre. Yeah, and we knew this was going to be a good game because last week the Bills, they come in and they pretty much blow out Seattle. Yeah. And Arizona beat Seattle earlier this year. Uh, both teams play very similar. They they like to run the ball. They have mobile quarterbacks with big arms. They have their one true dominant wide receiver. And then they have a bunch of freaks on defense, right? That's mm-hmm. pretty much both teams are very similar. I think the Bills are a little bit deeper in terms of talent. Yeah. But I really like uh, King uh, Kingsman Kingsbury. I don't remember his name. Uh, yeah, Coach Kingsbury. Yeah, of um, Arizona. I really like his schemes. He's a really, like, smart uh, play caller. I really like him for that. Um, and, I mean, and he, again, it these feels teams like he fits so well with Kyler. Yeah, they do. they do. And that's exactly why he said before he even took a job that if he were to be a head coach of a team, he would draft Kyler Murray one overall. And it turns out that he wound up taking him one overall because he had that opportunity. And yeah. it, it's it's funny how that kind of worked out and how it has worked since he has drafted him. Last year, getting all the growing pains out of the way, you're still seeing it this year, but clearly a big turnaround over there in the desert. Oh, and absolutely. The same kind of things going on with the Bills, too. You finally get uh, Allen, a great wide receiver. Diggs has shown that he is worth every penny and worth trading for. And they've been phenomenal. And... You know, they're one play away from winning this game and being the best team in the or the second best team record wise in the AFC. And, you know, now they have three losses, but I think they're still sitting pretty to win that division. Although the Dolphins are looking pretty nice as well over there. And I said it to start the year. Don't sleep on the Dolphins. Like, obviously, they're not going to be at the top of the division, but they're right there at the top of the division. (laughs) So it's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's and, a nice change of pace in the AFC East. Absolutely, and to, I that's a good little way to switch gears. Uh, another pretty decent game we had this weekend was the two rookies going against each other. Joe Burrow, Tua, playing against each other for the first time, both as starters. And Miami kind of, a lot of the games this weekend were affected by weather. I will say that. like You could very see that like wind was an issue in a lot of these games, especially in the the Texans-Browns clunker of a game that we're not going to talk mm. about. Mm-mm-mm. But it definitely affected this game a little bit. And this was definitely a game where you saw both quarterbacks had those, like, rookie yips a little bit. They weren't they weren't both smooth. Tua had a bad fumble earlier in the game. Herbert had an interception that wasn't good. And uh, it, it this game was, like, the epitome of both of these teams, though. Miami finding weird ways to win games and wanting to win and the chargers finding amazing ways to lose games and not wanting to win yeah man it it's tough i saw a stat earlier today that said there's three teams in the nfl that haven't lost a game by more than one possession it's the steelers the chiefs and then the chargers it's like man 
And we, we've been harping on it all year. The Chargers record could easily be flip-flopped. And it's just been going and not in their favor every time. And it's tough. It's heartbreaking for them. Yeah, and, you know, at this point, Chargers really need to just, like, wrap it up on the season and kind of try and get another high pick, especially, well, like... You, you still want to let Herbert develop and get real in-game experience. So, I don't really think you wrap it up. I think you just let him keep on going out there. Even with uh, the Bengals. With well, when Burrow, I say wrap right? it up, I mean do exactly what you're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> just keep keep Herbert in. Keep, He's going to play games, however <laughs> he does. Whether he plays great and they still find a way to lose because that's what they've done all year. Or he has a, a clunker and they get smoked. Like, either way is fine. Yeah. Uh, just... You definitely need to get some actual pieces. And the more you lose, the more likely Anthony Lynn's going to get fired. And I'll be on that train until he's gone. <laughs> he needs to be gone. And speaking of clunker, let's uh, do our weekly NFC East talk. Um, <laughs> Giants win. Eagles lose. Somehow the Eagles are still in first place. And, yeah, well, welcome to our NFC East talk. On to the next one. Who we got? Shout out, shout out to the Giants that are a half a game back. Shout, Shout out, out to the Giants. Three and seven, in the, firmly in the playoff position. You know, if they no want to tie, yeah, that that's a that's no a big thing too. So, all right, with Saquon Barkley, are the Giants easily the best team in the NFC East? Greatest team ever in the NFC East. <laughs> oh, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Packers almost lose a real stinker over. At home against Jacksonville. They tried hard. That is, if they would have lost this game, this is probably the most embarrassing Packers loss I would have seen in a long time. Because yeah, man. not only is the record of Jacksonville really bad, they don't have Minshew, right? They have some dude, mm-hmm. Lutton, some dude. They have a, a ragtag group of, they're pretty good wide receivers, but that's it, just pretty good against a very good Packers uh secondary and this is again supposed to be Aaron Rodgers year to really fill out the offense and the score 24 against a terrible Jacksonville defense at home it's tough it's tough they they got the dub and you know that's what really matters at the end of the day but and it's just ever since their bye week they just haven't been riding on all cylinders like they did the first couple weeks of the season yeah, and they had a great week last week against um, the 49ers, but that was a bounce-back game because they had to because they yeah. got embarrassed by the Vikings for the most part. Mm-hmm. It was a closer game than the, the you know, it, they got embarrassed, quite frankly. Yeah. <laughs> and no way around it. They had, they had to come back against the 49ers because if they lost to the 49ers too, it was going to be like, what's going on, guys? And this was still one of those games. like They got to win, but what's going on over there? Yeah. Uh, anything it. else? The the Bucks really handed it to the Panthers after a pretty close game for the most part, and then it just got busted open. Brady was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, um the Seahawks end up taking a L to the Rams. Yeah, and the Seahawks are kind of falling apart here. They've had about yeah, they're, five they're straight a a bad games. Yeah. Where they they really should have lost to the Vikings, and then they've lost. I think it was, what, three of their last four since then? 
Yeah, they, they they beat the 49ers, but then lost to the Cardinals, Bills, and Rams, and then they should have lost that Vikings game as well. So really, they could have been on a four out of five losing streak here. They yeah. and it's not on Russ. It's not on him. It's that defense. That defense just does not want to. Russ help him. did have two bad picks this game, though. Yeah, and he hasn't been as sharp as he was to start the year these last two yeah. games. And when he's turning the ball over or anybody's turning the ball over there, you're probably going to lose because you're letting up points every possession. And that's just kind of Actually, uh, I'm looking at an interesting little stat with Russ. First five games, 5-0, and 19 uh, passing touchdowns, three turnovers, what a 129 QB rating. Last four games, 1-3, and three, nine uh, passing TDs, and 10 turnovers. Mm. It's tough. It's very tough. Very tough. So, but the the NFL is hard to keep a good season going week after yeah, week. Yeah, things hard. happen, and people watch film, and that's yeah, just kind of there's so many happens. moving parts and yeah. adjustments. It, it's tough. It's tough. But I will there's say there's still a lot of football left this season. Exactly, but I will say that the Seahawks losing this game puts the Rams firmly in position to potentially make that three peat for LA. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. All I'm going to say, they're 6-3. and three. They haven't looked phenomenal. Jared Goff still stinks. Don't get me wrong. But, hey, don't sleep. Don't sleep. And we'll we'll finish up this week with uh, Mr. Fez himself, <laughs> Cam Newton, and the Patriots taking down the Ravens in a monsoon last night on Sunday Night yeah, Football. I, again, like I mentioned earlier, the weather. <laughs> the weather, right? I yeah, would never it was just wa- coming up the whole like mid east coast and tearing everybody up. Yeah, I'm not gonna blame the Ravens for losing this game in those conditions. But you just need somebody to come and help Lamar. If if it's gonna be that windy and that's like gross, you can't have Lamar being your leading rusher. Yeah, and throwing the ball thirty four times what and you're really not even running the ball that much. Like Lamar had eleven attempts on the ground. The next highest is Gus Edwards with seven. Yeah. And Gus Edwards also should not be the guy with the second most touches. Like, that's just... Exactly. It needs to be Ingram or it needs to be uh, Dobbins. Like, running the ball six more times combined with three people more than your QB, that's tough. Especially in a game like that, like you said, with the weather, it's tough. Yeah. So. Well... That's that's Patriots enough. moved to four and five, so they're yeah. making a. They're they're trying their best not to tank, even though they should be. Shout yeah. out to Cam for keeping his dream alive. I mean, at least he's playing decent, not great, but decent. Yeah. Uh, one game we want to talk about from next week is a Thursday night football game. Cardinals and the Seahawks. I love Short it. week for, for both it. of them. And man, I'm here for it. Cardinals are coming off an adrenaline week. Seahawks are coming after a pretty rough game uh so the the highest high and the lowest low and can the seahawks bounce back i don't think so i'm actually going to take the cardinals in this game i really like the way this team looks especially the last couple of weeks i really like the way this team looks i agree 100 percent. and again this was the cardinals were my reds for for the nfl this year and they're actually kind of working out so it's nice to see it's nice to see yeah um, moving on to, before we get into the NBA, 
uh, a little bit of golf. I know I was actually able to get Brooklyn to watch some golf this week, and that's that, that's as a much w as in I, my book. I was able to. That is a W in my book. <laughs> and it was a really good week to watch golf too. Like if there was ever a, a Masters where you just wanted to watch somebody be really really good at what they do, it was um, it was this one. Yeah, uh, Dustin Johnson comes in, and pretty much. After day one, I mean, he had a good day one, but pretty much after day one, just dominated. Yeah, ends man. up minus twenty, and I think he won by like uh, five or six uh, strokes, which is nuts. That's a really big lead. Like he won the tournament with five holes left, which is just insane. <laughs> um, so shout out to Dustin Johnson. Uh, He's been the best golfer in the world, in my opinion, for the last couple of years. For the little bit that I watch golf, you know, I'm not I'm not super into it, but I know Dustin has been phenomenal since uh, coming back. Yeah, and uh, I I enjoyed watching him play well. Tiger had a pretty decent tournament. Didn't get to defend his Masters title from last year, which was maybe the best Masters I've ever seen, and probably ever will. Watching Tiger win it again was something special. That was really special. It was dope. And uh, it's just good to see him back and making these cuts. And, like, even if he's not winning it, at least he's in the conversation. Uh, It's just really good to see one of the best to ever do it in just sports in general. At his age, with all the injuries, back competing and doing a pretty good job at it, too. Facts. But, again, congratulations to Dustin Johnson. Biggest tournament of the year. It got pushed back about six months, but uh, happy it got <laughs> to happen, like and happy it, it went to no nobody was more deserving than Dustin. So good to see that. Yeah, good stuff. And, and he now, ties the record for the uh, best score at the Masters under which, twenty, which is just insane. Which just know that's no small feat. Just know that. Okay. Yeah, that, that's insane. That. So. We're going to go into a little bit of NBA. We got the draft coming up. Like Brooklyn said earlier, today is the first day that trades are able to go through. So we've heard a lot of rumors get thrown around for all these former and current Oklahoma City guys. (laughs) We've heard Paul George rumors about getting traded. CP3 getting traded. Westbrook, Harden, there's a whole issue over there in Houston with those two. I don't know if they hate each other. I don't know if they hate the organization. Probably both. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But we get our first news. And it's our first big news, too. Chris Paul is officially getting traded to the Phoenix Suns. And the Phoenix Suns are sending, what was it, a combination of Rubio, Oubre, and and a draft pick, and uh, Ty Jerome and Jalen Lequeux, and so, draft compensation. So so a good little package getting sent to Oklahoma City. You got to think they're in full tank mode at this point. They'll probably wind up flipping Ubre and Rubio at some point later in in the season, mm-hmm. and try and get some more draft capital wherever they can. Try and lose games most likely. Um. But this is a pretty interesting move for Phoenix. I don't know if this is actually a move that makes them significantly better. Uh, it could just because there's no universe where I'd rather have Ricky Rubio over Chris Paul as my veteran leader. So you get a true veteran leader over there. 
with a lot of young guys in Phoenix. And you have really talented guys like Aiton, who's going to come back after his very weird PED suspension. Why are we yeah. taking PEDs in basketball? You're like the third guy ever to get suspended for that. What's going on? And then Devin Booker is Devin Booker. We know when we know what he's about. Yeah. So man. this could be an interesting little thing. It, it probably gets them to wind up being one of those lower seeds in the West. They're probably going to end up like a six through eight seed. Well, the cool thing is about this year, they're keeping the play-in tournament. So oh, the uh, the eight nine seed thing. They're going seven to ten huh. this year. They're keeping the play-in tournament. So it opens the door wide open for these bubble teams. All pun intended. <laughs> Especially with what the Phoenix Suns did in the bubble. Going 8-0. and So there's a chance they could carry that on into next year. Do they make a huge splash? Who's to say? You add CP3 with a team that is young, feisty, wants to prove themselves still. He so, fits that mold, I'll tell you that. He does. And, like, we see what CP3 did with a young, just not talented team with the Thunder. Now you give him a little more talent in uh, Phoenix, and the possibility is there to do a little something cool. Now, I'm not saying they're going to make a run, but a little something cool. Give the fan base something to cheer about with them possibly making the playoffs. Yeah, and they so. haven't had anything to cheer about in a while. So, I mean, yeah, like that's their run in the bubble was the, probably the highlight of Suns fans since of Charles the, Barkley. Of the decade, yeah. So, <laughs> well, not Barkley. We'll say Steve. I, I know. Come on. But. Don't be disrespectful. Don't be disrespectful. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's a good fit. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I don't, again, I don't think it's going to be like the greatest thing in the world, but. I think teams and fans of really good teams like the Lakers underestimate the value of making the playoffs as a low seed for like the first time in a while. I think it's really motivating and I think it's really good to like at least get fans into it again. Hey, they're at least decent. Maybe yeah. I should watch. Agreed. So I think that's pretty good. Uh, the other rumors we have, the, the real big one, is that Harden wants out of Houston, Westbrook wants out of Houston, and both apparently want to go to New York. Yep. <laughs> one wants to go to Brooklyn as his preferred destination in James Harden. I know he also had a, other couple of teams on that list, including Philly and uh, Miami. Miami. And but I it, think, it's narrowed down to him wanting to be in Brooklyn with Kevin Durant. Yeah, and, yeah, and it it's going to be a trade, so it really comes down to what Houston gets offered and what they're willing to settle for. Yeah, I don't know what that number should be. It should be as high of a number as we've ever seen in a trade. Like this trade right here should be the biggest, like lopsided amount given in a trade ever. It should be. It should be. It's not going to end up that way because we have two Dodo franchises working with each other if it does wind up going with Brooklyn. <laughs> but, uh, I mean... I'm trying to contain my excitement, but just, just know I'm I'm jumping around right now with the hopes of this possibly happening. Yeah, and then there's also Serge Ibaka talks going to Brooklyn, which I imagine would happen if they get Harden. So that's yeah. pretty cool. 
And it's it's just really interesting because we didn't even get to see the Nets play with KD and Kyrie. Like we were already expecting them to be really good. Yeah, now you just throw and now James you're gonna Harden you're gonna the dump mix. the the depth that this team has, which it wasn't the most amount of depth, but it was something. Like it was it, it was a decent was, amount though. It was enough to make a run. You're yeah. throwing that all away, but you're getting three top eight players in the league. Yeah, and two top five. So, so it it's nuts. It's nuts to think about, man. Yeah, this is definitely this is as big of a big three as we've ever seen. If it happens, it's probably the biggest we've ever ever seen. Right? It's probably the biggest we've ever seen. Right? Because like LeBron, Chris Bosh, and D Wade was cool, but Chris Bosh was never a top. I don't know what you want to consider Kyrie as a top player. I'm gonna say eight. Chris Bosh was never a number eight player in his league. No. And I think by the time LeBron got there, D Wade wasn't the top five player in this league either. Exactly. So you're getting like, KD and Harden, who are just bona fide top five. And now you can make the argument for Golden State with Steph, Clay, and then KD. But it's like apples to apples, Kyrie and Steph. You you can make the argument right there. Clay and I'm not making Harden. That argument. Steph's better. I'm not making that argument. Well. Whatever you want to do. But. KD to KD. I mean, that's an easy one. But in Harden's <laughs> better than Clay. So it, it's whether you value Steph more or like Steph's value higher of Kyrie or Harden's value higher. And yeah. I think for Oklahoma, or not Oklahoma, uh, Golden State, like obviously that worked really well for them because Splash Bros, that team was a well oiled machine. I'm not saying anything bad about them. That's the best team of all time as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But in terms of big three, this is probably the best, if it happens. Now, moving on from uh, that, we got a, another possible trade coming. We, they were talking about it yesterday. Nothing's uh, been moved on since then. But OKC is in the mix again with a trade, potentially trading uh, Dennis Schroeder to the Lakers for uh, Danny Green. But there's also a potential third team popping up, which is why this trade hasn't gone through yet. So, because yeah, Danny Green does not want to play for o- OKC, so they're trying to move him somewhere else. Lakers probably end up still with Dennis Schroeder, which will be a pretty nice fit. Yeah, we're just waiting on that. There was talks of DeMar DeRozan going to the Lakers possibly, but he just opted into, I think, his $24 million contract. Or option with uh, the Spurs. So it looks like he's going to stay, maybe. Or see what happens. Yeah, I would just really like to see Schroeder on that Lakers team. That is a big upgrade for them. Absolutely. And Schroeder had a really good year for Oklahoma, too. So He did. That would just be really, really cool. Yeah. Um, Finally, kind of him living up to what we thought he could be out in Atlanta a couple years ago. I'm here for it. One, um, we're, we're going to give you a little sprinkle of irrelevant baseball free agency news because it's been quiet. But the Braves just signed uh, Drew Smiley, left-hander. So there, there's your little bit of quiet baseball news. 
If you guys free agency, have been it's been going for about for a week some now. Braves baseball, congratulations on true. Yeah, smiling. free agency's been going on for about a week, week and a half now, and there's just been nothing. Yeah. So I can't blame we're, anybody. We're, wait, we can't usually blame baseball. Nobody, but we're working on crumbs over here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, usually baseball waits till later in the free agency period, just because the off season is so long. That yeah. people want to see what's happening in organizations. People get fired, promoted, hired, whatever it might be. Uh, and then we got the NBA draft coming up. Uh, the draft is going to be this Wednesday. And it's not the most loaded draft we've ever seen. But the draft is always a nice place for some optimism. Especially when you're a team like the Hornets. Who kind of snuck their way up a little bit in the draft. And there seems to be a team that, that kind of happens with every year now. Like the Pelicans last year, s- sneaking in and grabbing Zion was like, whoa, you guys shouldn't have been here. <laughs> so here we, we got the Timberwolves at one, Golden State at two, Charlotte at three, Chicago at four, and Cleveland at five. I fully expect one or two trades to go down on or before Wednesday that include a star slash superstar caliber player and one of these draft picks getting exchanged. Yeah. Fully expect it. I would look at a team like Golden State to try and make that move. I would Absolutely look at it. Golden State. I would look at a team like even a Timberwolves to try and make that move. They're not as bad as the number one overall seed would um suggest just because they do have Cat and Delo over there. They have at least the guys to make a push if they try to do something yeah and then I'd probably expect the Knicks to not be in that eight spot if uh, the Russ move ends up happening yeah I would expect the Knicks to try and either trade up or trade out I don't think the Knicks are going to want to tra- draft that eight uh, Phoenix is probably going to be in the same boat here now they get Chris Paul they're probably going to go out and try and get a solid wing or something of that nature to actually yeah. help this team win now. Now, we also can't be surprised if Washington ends up moving out of there. Because uh, Beal and Wall have pick. just been up in the air for the last couple years. and yeah, I would not if, be surprised uh, if, if Washington, not only like if they move up, but if they try and get a, a second first-round pick. Like, yeah. However they could do that, whether it's getting rid of Wall... Um, I fully expect that because something has to happen to Washington. Yeah, definitely. They've just been stagnant for a couple years now, not not going in any direction, just just being slowly bad. moving backwards, slowly. Yeah, just being bad. But they well, do get John Wall players. back this year, so we'll find out if they want to try that one more time. We'll see. Yeah, and I mean, you could. You can't blame them. Yeah, but. Who knows? Who knows? I also would maybe expect the Pelicans to try and move up a little bit if possible. Uh, they know they have Zion. They know they have Brandon Ingram. Those are guys that they have to build around. And the 13 pick might not be a good spot to do that. They might try and move up. And it might cost them a Josh Hart or a Drew Holiday. And I think they're kind of okay with either of those guys kind of yeah, getting moved. Um. But we're not going to do too much analysis on who's getting picked where because, again, this is all going to happen on Wednesday. 
and we don't have the full knowledge and breakdown on all these younger guys. It's been since March since we've seen them at the earliest. So we don't know what kind of shape everybody's in, fits, all that. And this wasn't even like the most top-heavy draft to begin with. So there's kind of a lot of question marks coming in. Yeah, so we'll we'll give you everything next week. And then yeah, and Friday. Once everybody settles, like the dust settles and picks are made and players are on teams, we'll give like, oh, this guy fits. This was a bad pick. And <laughs> yeah. and then record that. Somebody clip when we say it's a bad pick, and then in six months, it's Donovan <laughs> Mitchell balling out, but not Donovan <laughs> Mitchell. Now, I never said Donovan was a bad pick, but example, you know, example. Yeah. And... Uh, keep an eye out for our IG and all our socials at underscore the spectators for all the draft updates. We'll be yeah, giving we'll, you we'll the keep early you as updated as we early find picks. out. You know, yeah, we'll, we'll be as early of a as a poster as you'll find. Besides maybe Woj, because Woj finds out like ten minutes before for some reason. So yeah, but that that's what happens when you're a senior insider. Yeah, exactly. you get the drop and the goat. And the goat. Cannot forget about that. Don't sleep on Woj. Sham's got no on goat. So, also, Friday, like, like we said, we got trades happening today. We got the draft happening on Wednesday. And free agency begins on Friday. And there, there's a few. Anthony Davis actually opted out of his contract with uh, the Lakers. So he's officially now, he's doing agent. it for more money, but it's still something to look at. Yeah, like you you expect him to still be a Laker. But I mean, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We got Carmelo. He's a free agent. DeMarcus Cousins is out there. Dwight Howard. Gordon Hayward. So Mike Connolly. There there's there's people out there. Yeah, so be on the lookout just for a lot of NBA stuff this week because there's just going to be a lot. And get ready for uh, training camp and preseason to uh, happen in a couple weeks. NBA season's almost here. It's crazy. Absolutely NBA season's crazy. almost here. I, I think preseason starts like the 5th of December or like the 7th, uh, re- really early in December. So we're a couple weeks away. Yeah, we'll we'll be seeing a lot of changes to the landscape in the NBA like we've been seeing the last couple of years, and I'm very, very excited for it, honestly. Yeah. Make the Knicks watchable again. <laughs> Please. It, it's tough that we didn't get any other um, trades during. Big Woj bombs during this yeah. episode. But, again, be on the lookout for our socials. You'll find everything there, all the big names, all the big drops. You'll get it right there at underscore the spectators. Yep. Yeah. So you, we, you got anything else? Uh, just uh, tonight we got Vikings Bears. I'm looking forward to that. Skull. Yep. That's it. <laughs> That's all I got for that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, appreciate everybody. Stay tuned for next week. Stay safe. Yeah. Uh, also, real quick, if you're still here. Uh, as the spectators, we're we're trying to do another one. Send us your questions, whatever you want. Music, sports, movies, TV shows, what we like to eat for dinner, whatever you want. So send us some questions. Ask and, the spectators. 
Yep, hashtag Ask the Spectators, and we will answer it on a future episode. We got Absolutely. you. We'll, we'll even give you a little shout out for your social. So, Absolutely, guys. We, we got you. With that, we'll see you guys later. Take care. Later, everybody. See you.